Uh, JJ, if we were, if the trifecta that you just talked about, if you were to assign Alec, yourself, and I the three main characters of this movie, who would be who and why? Well, Alec's definitely uh, Joe Pesci. I agree with that. Yeah, absolutely agree with that. Welcome to the What's Already Podcast, where we fashion ourselves cinematic judge and jury. My name is JJ Crowder. I'm here with my co-host, Alec Burgess. This is new. I know, uh, it's weird, but shoot, I Shoot, mean, I forgot my line, JJ. Let's get it. Yeah, and the real ginge, because Mattson Heiner, it just doesn't fit in my head anymore, dude. You've been gone too far. I, I was not expecting that. That is strange. Odd. Weird. I... I wasn't ready for Alec to go first, but it, it, this is the new reality. I'm just the redheaded stepchild. Yeah, dude. Like, you've been relegated to the second <laughs> string. I'm, I'm, oh, am I a bench warmer? <laughs> yeah, like, you, you come in off the... It was really weird. That like, made I, my entire year. I hope you know that, JJ. It's because I don't read it anymore. Like, I have it memorized, and, but I've been saying it just me and Alec for, like, three months now. So it's like, it just came out, and then I went... Well, that was I, need, I need to prove to our listening audience that I, I I didn't have a son, but we have my my wife birthed the son. Yes, the beneficiary of him. There you go. He's cute too. Why do you um, have to clarify that? I'm confused. <laughs> I, I, what have you been reason? posting online, Mattin, that would make people think that you? I, it's not what I wasn't baby. posting. It's just I need people to know why I wasn't here. It's true. Anyway. Oh, we just told him you ran away and joined the circus. Yeah. Hope that I told him okay. you were having, and then I think one time we told him you were having redhead problems or something. Mm-hmm. I don't remember. Yeah. There's been a few excuses, but we know you don't listen to the podcast. So <laughs> I've listened. I listened to some of the Ahsoka stuff, but it's been That's a while. Good. But my yeah. wife is right here. You can't see her. She's just laughing. So she's That's enjoying good. you guys making fun of me. Thank Perfect. you. You've earned it. It's, yeah. But it's good to have you back. But on a different note, if you can't tell, checking out if you're watching us. If you're listening, you'll have to wait for something. But if you're watching, you can see we're sponsored. Like, so first of all, thanks, Manscaped, for helping us hit the big time. Uh, we feel legitimized. Maybe. Kind of. Validated. Validated. That's a good I can write home and tell my family I'm on a podcast now. <laughs> I mean, it, it, yeah. it also is kind of weird because did they watch us and think like these are just not groomed men? Like, I, were they looking at I mean, they see JJ's kind of like we see him first. Like, is yeah. is it an appropriate sponsorship? I don't know. I mean, I think it is. I was glad they reached out. I mean, certainly if they watched us and they see me half the time, they were like, that guy's got a lot of hair in his face. I wonder if there's as much anywhere else. I mean, if we get you show your balls on podcast one time and here comes Manscaped. (laughs) Or or is it because they they enjoy making and punishing redheads and the fiery ginge and the firestorm that's down? I don't know. Like it's it just might be a marriage made in heaven. That could be true. But, that was nice knowing Manscaped. <laughs> yeah, no, we appreciate you, though. It's a good thing that they're kind of an irreverent brand, too, though, because they kind of fit. Now, we could push that limit, I'm sure. But as you know, it's the holiday season, so we do want to, you know, say thank you for our sponsors of the show, Manscaped. They're the leaders in below-the-waist grooming. They've launched their fifth-generation performance package uh, to help you avoid another silent night in the bedroom this year. Um, so take care of your special snowflake with the lawnmower 5.0 ultra and watch your South pole shine like never before. That's a good euphemism right there. Just so you're aware, that's South South pole. (laughs) (laughs) Get the best stocky stuff of all by going to manscaped.com and you can use code the verdict for 20 plus 20% off plus free shipping 
Mrs. Claus will definitely thank you. Um, yeah, no, I much appreciated Manscaped. They did provide us with a, a lovely. AJ, should I turn it on so I can hear the hum like a yeah. well-lit lightsaber? For sure, dude. I thought you, I mean, being a resident of Star Wars fan, Your I thought euphemism you would... wasn't as good, Mattson. Hopefully they can oh, hear that. No, no. <laughs> and, and, was way better and if you were worried for our listeners that can see you? there is a light, I am wielding a lawnmower in the form of Manscaped's own lightsaber. Truly, truly slaying the demons of my pubic hairs. It's... <laughs> <laughs> that's fair oh, i love this nice sponsor seriously no I, but i i was really impressed when i got this because i the light thing is I, it's stupid right but hey man i'm fat and i gotta like move shit around so jj only light. trims in a dark closet and he was like oh thanks for the light because can't no i block my own light that's the problem <laughs> so it's really nice to like have the light it was helpful but if yeah. you're out there if you're listeners if you're if you're listening, you're like, well, I've got my own set of boys and you need some help this Christmas time or a birthday or you just want to help some help anyways. Use that code 20 percent off the verdict. If you have a boyfriend, if you have I don't know if you what are you? I mean, you could use it on have use it on my dog. I probably could. Maybe I shouldn't do it. Nanscape probably doesn't want me to say that. But if you have friends, you have family and they don't look as good as you want them to look down there for what you picture manscaped can help and i it's true <laughs> i just got a diaper thrown at me <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, since we're just going all in this one i love this one too the, the weed whacker one they have the best names the lawnmower the weed whacker the shears 3.0 for your nails like it's great but this one i've used more than it like i use this all the time because i'm old and i have ear hair and nose hair problems you probably can see a few coming out of there. They blend in real nice with the mustache. So and the right best now, thing though about Manscaped is we have a product for everything, right? I mean, there's nothing wrong with a full bush, but there's nothing wrong with not a full bush. And they have a product that will fit your needs for whatever you're looking for grooming wise, uh, whether it's lawnmower 5.0, which is going to cover uh, the crown jewel of their line for the family jewels. Uh, is that the best go net trimmer that's on the market? Um, I think so. You know, we can limit on those, uh, reducing those nicks and cuts on the good old fashioned Santa sack. That's right. So that was a good one. With all of that said, go get 20% off and free shipping with the code, the verdict at manscaped.com. That's 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com. And again, use the verdict, um, as your code and then say, ho, ho, ho to a well-groomed mistletoe with manscaped with that. Thanks for tuning in. We're here to talk movies as well, but thank you, Manscaped. Oh, I want to leave that on on my oh, last boy. note. My haiku. I also have a Jingle Bell song I could sing, oh, but probably save that for the next time. <laughs> I'll save it for next time. But I'm going to leave you all with a haiku. Please, redhead, no. fiery bright, Manscaped trims the jungle night. Smooth delight in sight. Thank you, Manscaped. Oh God, I love what it. What's wrong with you? <laughs> so many things and i'm so glad to have him back <laughs> that was awesome dude with that let's, <laughs> let's how do we transition from balls to movies i don't know well we're gonna try we go to we talk about a movie about a bunch of guys that probably could have used manscaped in from their what we, from what i know about their chest hair one can only imagine absolutely so with that we're talking this week actually first let me introduce you to the month we're in the month 
because uh, we moved on to a new month. It's December. It's the holiday season. So with that, we're doing movies that are worth a rewatch. So thank you to uh, our Patreon. I'm going to call him Charles because I don't know what new name he has. I haven't looked at it in a second, but I know he's changed it. Um, oh, no, I know what it is. It's Guy Pierce. He changed it to Guy Pierce because I couldn't remember his fucking name a couple episodes ago. <laughs> so well played, Charles. Well played. So, yeah, thanks, Guy Pierce, for picking our our movies as well as the topic for the month. So it's movies that are worth the rewatch. Uh, and we're rewatching, we're watching, or most of us, I think, rewatching Goodfellas. It was released September 21st, 1990. It was written and directed by Martin Scorsese with some co-writing with Nicholas Pileggi. It stars Robert De Niro. I should say Ray Liotta first, huh? Because it is his movie. Technically. No, Robert De Niro. <laughs> That's right. Hey, don't diss Ray Liotta. That's my guy. So it's it Pretty stars boy, Robert Ray. De Niro, Ray Liotta, Joe Pesci, Lorraine Bracco, Paul Sorvino, Frank Severo, Tony Darrow, Mike Starr, Chuck Lowe, and Frank Vincent. Um, <laughs> the story of Henry Hill and his life in the mafia, covering his relationship with his wife, Karen, and his mob partners, Jimmy Conway and Tommy DeVito. Um, yeah. I'm glad to talk about this. Movie. It's been a while since I've seen this one, since I've watched this one. And it's, it's the superior mobster film. In my opinion, I, I think Scorsese's, I like Mark Scorsese. I love the fact that he put his mom in this movie. <laughs> uh, Joe Pesci's character's mom. The old lady is, is Martin Scorsese's oh, mom. Really? Yeah. Huh. So, but I think like he's got, his movies have gotten long and kind of bloated. This one while long still is short by his standards. Yeah, it's true. His today's standard, but I love this movie. I think it's great. Glad we're watching it. Great pick. Alec, this was one of your choices. This was one of my choices. This was an Um, Alec choice. This was an Alec choice. Why did the note of surprise in your voice? (laughs) Wow. Fuck Matson. We're out here picking Charlie Chaplin doo doo garbage, but you like Goodfellas. We're friends again. Charlie Chaplin doo-doo Whoa. garbage? Did I just hear you say Charlie yeah. Chaplin doo-doo garbage? Get out. Unbelievable. <laughs> of course I love Goodfellas. It's and because I, I can't Chaplin. really sit through The Godfather or The Godfather Part 2 oh, very long. recently. Like, I can't sit through it unless I've taken a long break. Goodfellas is one that I can sit through anytime. And I think it starts at the beginning, right? Where, you know, just this opening, this first five minutes is unreal for any kind of movie. You start out Ray Liotta, uh, Robert De Niro, and uh, Joe Pesci, and you get just the most greatest opening line ever, you know, to lead you into this movie. And it just, from there, it takes off. Um, And I think Martin Scorsese kind of gets a bad rap on a lot of things because he's brilliant in his directing, but he doesn't understand how brilliant he is. And so he, you know, shits on the Matsons of the world um, because he, you know, says, hey, the common people should get this, but nobody can. And he doesn't explain himself. Um, It's fair. But his stuff is brilliant. What he's able to do uh, storytelling wise is great. And this movie is primo example of it. Yeah. Jay, Jay, I wanted to ask you since this movie uh, it's funny, both movies we will be reviewing today, but this movie, since we're talking about it, is narrated at parts. Mm. And I always go back to anytime I'm like, mm, there's a voiceover. How's my boy Jay feeling about it? Lands well for me in this movie, 
but I, I always I love to ask you every time we have a movie like this. Yeah, I don't. This one, when I first watched it, I was like, oh, God, it's exposition. I hate exposition, voiceover exposition. That means you didn't get to do a good enough job telling the story. However, in this case, it grew on me, one, because I love Ray Liotta and hearing Ray Liotta's voice will never stop being interesting to me. Rip Ray Liotta. What a great actor. What a great. I just love Ray Liotta. Um, But I also like the fact that this is based on a book. And so that's that tells the real story of these people. And so I'm a little more forgiving in that situation when it's a first person book. I've read the book. It's a very good book. And it's told in the first person very similarly to how Ray Liotta talks in this. And so I can forgive it more because it holds the standard of that book thing. However, it does by the end of it, like there's some parts in the middle where I'm like, Oh God, Ray, we just watched. Look, we know a lot of people just got unalived. We don't need you to tell us about it too. Like I, you know what I mean? Like, so I think he overdid it in moments, but I was okay with the majority of it. Do do we have to say unalived because we're on YouTube? We say whacked. no but i know you like to we're going to be using some clips and doing some shorts for like possibly for the other social media oh my gosh but alive yeah we need to go back and every time they say whacked we need to we need to have it dumped over with (laughs) it we're gonna unalive them (laughs) oh shit (laughs) but i do love i think my favorite part of this movie is that initial trio of actors like ray liotta Friggin' Robert De Niro and Joe Pesci. Unbelievable. Forget about movie. it. Yeah. <laughs> Forget him. Yeah. So good in this movie. And I love Joe Pesci plays the same character in this movie that he basically he does. Oh, and that's every, every movie. gangster movie that he plays. Like, I was, just Tay hadn't unhinged. seen this one. And I told her at times, I was like, sometimes I, if you just showed me a scene from this or some of the others, I'd be hard to identify exactly what which movie i was watching if i didn't see all the ancillary characters because he is this like you just showed him a gun shooting something i don't know which one that is it could be like six movies like <laughs> yep 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 well we had just done one what was the one we did earlier casino yeah, yeah casino. casino. i love that where movie he's, where he's the same character he's just this unhinged freaking mm-hmm. little dude that gets pissed when anybody makes fun of him <laughs> and just kills everybody you wax them all but did he really in the book? Is it true? Like I'm assuming it's true. Where he shot that the that young in this movie when they were playing cards, shot him in the foot, and then just spider? capped him. Yeah, yeah. spider. When he just capped him later, mm-hmm. dude. How? Wow. That that's that's like next level unhinged. Yeah. Well, you you know, spider thought he was a funny guy. Yeah. That's that that's funny. He's probably thought he was a funny guy. <laughs> <laughs> he thought that you know, spider thought that uh, Tommy was amusing. Yeah. <laughs> You ought to read the book. If you haven't read the book, I, I highly recommend it. And I, I, I recommend it because it is the stories like that you read. You're like, holy shit. Well, first of all, like the man himself can't keep his pie hole shut. So Henry Hill, they put him in the, this is like an after, if you will, movie. But like they put him in witness protection and they end up kicking his ass out of witness protection because he can't stop telling people who the fuck he is. <laughs> like, 
that defeats the purpose. But like he's bragging about who he is and who he hung out with and who his friends were. And the fact that he put away all these mobsters. <laughs> and so they, they eventually threw him out of the program because they were like, we can't protect you if you won't keep your pie hole shut. Yeah. So Henry Hill is an interesting dude. For our listeners, the book is called Wise Guys, Life yeah. in a Mafia Family. I'm now going to read it. You should. It's good. Uh, JJ, if we were, if the trifecta that you just talked about, if you were to assign Alec, yourself, and I, the three main characters of this movie, who would be who and why? Well, Alec's definitely uh, Joe Pesci. I Thank agree with you. that. Yeah, absolutely yeah. agreed with that. He, he's he's on, oh God, he's unhinged. <laughs> I just, I might have broke my chair there. What are you saying I'm um, for, JJ? Yeah. What do you mean by unhinged? <laughs> Cause what are you, you saying? Cause, cause you say, you saying I, I make you nervous that I'm unhinged. Is that I'm what you're saying? saying? You make me laugh. You're entertaining. <laughs> oh, I entertain you. I'm an entertaining guy. That's right. You're an entertaining guy. You're a funny guy. Um, and then <laughs> I would say I'm probably more the De Niro character. I would agree. Cause I'm still a little unhinged, but I get control of my unhinged nature most of the time. And then Matt's, it's probably the guy that's always wondering, are we going to get, in trouble for what these two dumbasses just did. It was so fun. Matkins the rat. That's what you're saying. <laughs> and the drug dealer. <laughs> hey, man. <laughs> Own that shit. No. Hey, I'm also the best looking, so I'll take it. <laughs> I've been using my Manscaped correctly. So that's, that's right. <laughs> that's right. Oh, shit. I love it. Yeah, but if I had to put categorize the three of us that's how that's why i'm up here in washington and i keep distance with alec in arizona i need some <laughs> i need some space never know when he's gonna put an ice pick through the back of a no. head. <laughs> he's gonna say hey you want to go down to miami and then i'm never coming back <laughs> yeah yeah i do love the meme ability too like because this I, every time i think of this movie like my favorite part is early on when they're all laughing at the table at first at joe pesci's character Cause all I think about is that meme that everybody uses that image of them all laughing their asses off to like make fun of somebody. It's great. It's perfect. But I love the story of this movie too. Like it's crazy. Oh, it's so good. Like on this watch through, I noticed kind of for the first time how we get that first initial young Henry Hill. Mm. Right. And we see kind of this mobster life through those uh, rose colored lenses where it's yeah. just cool. He sees kind of all the perks, the benefits, there's no violence or very little violence until the end. Then we move into kind of an older Henry Hill. He's making all his money. He's doing good. And then we transition into this darker side of the mob life and we get the paranoia and you know the kind of the downtrend. So we have different kind of stories throughout told based on the different kind of, I guess, phases of Henry's life that he's going through, which was really cool to see. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, Alex, it's funny you mentioned that about that. I don't know for whatever reason, like the last couple of times I've seen this movie, I must not have like started at the very beginning for whatever reason, because I didn't remember the backstory about him when he was like a teenager. I just totally spaced on it. And it made me think a lot about Casino, actually. And not Casino, sorry. There's there's another mobster movie with a kid that's like the it's in the it's in like the Bronx or something. Gosh, I don't remember what that one's called either. But there's another mobster movie that has a similar premise at the very beginning, and it made me think of that. But it's just like it's it's interesting how when you're a kid like that, you're just looking for something cool in and out, and you're like, oh, like I'm making some a little bit of dough. I can be at the front of the line for this. I can get bread sooner, meat sooner, all this, and then 
fast forward, I'm sure if you interviewed him like 10 years later, he's like, yeah, it's so cool. But there's a lot of uh, stuff I didn't know that I didn't know then. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Well, and I can't imagine, like, I think I watched this movie and knowing that, I mean, obviously probably parts of the movie, let alone the book. Because when you read the book, it's all based on this, on Henry Hill telling this guy stories and then piecing the stories together from like what actually happened. But like, I can't imagine, like we see Henry at the end, right? He's paranoid as hell. The helicopter's flying over. Like he's got to worry about the government, the cops, the drug people, plus his friends that might want to kill him. You're just like the level of paranoia. Like I think about it and I go, I couldn't do that. Like, that progression of when it got to that point, like I'd be ratting people out too. Like, so maybe I should switch and I'm Ray Liotta's character. I don't know. Cause mm-hmm. I'd be like, fuck you guys. I, I don't want to be every time I hear a hop helicopter. I mean, it turns out he was right, but I don't want to hear a helicopter and be like, the fuck, <laughs> you know, you forgot I mean? the most important thing, JJ, the sauce. You had to worry about the sauce at this time as well. Like That's you yeah. can't stick to the bottom of that pan. Can't let the sauce stick. <laughs> The movie so I was funny. referencing was A Bronx Tale. Uh, yeah, just came good. to me. But um, I thought one of the lines that always sticks with me is when he's Ray's narrating uh, his character, Henry, and when he's about to go into the diner um, to meet. Um, what's what's uh, De Niro's character's name? James Conway. Yeah, Jimmy. Yeah, when he's meeting Jimmy and right before he sits, he's like, you know, your friends, like you in the movies, I always think you, you have this confrontation, you're arguing and they're like, bam, bam, like you're getting whacked. And he's like, your friends, they'll smile right up to your face. And I don't remember exactly what he says, but basically like they, they're sticking the knife in your back kind of thing. Like they're they're doing it right to your face. And he's like, when you get whacked, like you never, you, know, you don't know about it. Like it's all of a sudden it's just going to happen. And just an interesting premise because you think, that type of, it, it's so interesting in this movie. I was watching with Tay and she was like, wow, Jimmy just whacked like what, like six or seven people from that heist. And those were, if you remember, like those are people through the years, they're playing cards, they're doing everything, everything. It'd be like us doing this podcast. We do some big heists and all of a sudden Jay's trying to ice us all. And it's like, we were never best friends for many years and we're dead to him. And it's just like, just like that changes. Six million is a lot of money. Yeah, yeah. Back then, <laughs> I was like, guys, for that. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> In fact, when it when did that heist happen? Like seventy? What do we think? Like late seventies? Yeah, it would have had to have been like seventy eight. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna. I'm it gonna was ask two you. years before he got busted, I think, and it yeah. was nineteen eighty. It's funny you bring up that diner scene because it's kind of been ruined for me. Mm. Um, and it's it's nothing to do with the acting. The acting is great, right? And that line is awesome. But I skip over it because it was pointed out to me uh, a few years ago that this poor extra in the background who's trying to enjoy his fake meal is looking in completely unnatural places to avoid looking at the camera. And so now all I do is I hyper focus on this poor guy who's just trying to eat his eggs, but he's like looking over at the wall eating because he can't look at the camera. (laughs) (laughs) So funny. I love that you talk about the, the guys getting whacked throughout. And the best part is, is most of them helped him do the person in before them. Like, right. You know what I mean? Like, so they're like, we're going to help you kill Mo or whatever his name was. Maury. <coughs> Excuse me. We're going to help you kill Maury. And then all of a sudden he shows up in a freezer. So freaking frozen that they had to let him thaw for two days <laughs> to do the autopsy. Like, dude, that's, savage. That's cold blooded. Like, Hey, help me kill Maury. 
And then the next thing you know, you're the next one on the list. And I, I mean, think about it. If you're Henry in that situation, you're watching these people get iced. And the next thing you know, you're like, uh, um, <laughs> hey, you want to go to Florida real quick, do a job? <laughs> yeah. we, no, I'm good. <laughs> like, I'm good, bro. Six million today. Yeah. 28 mil. Yeah. I was gonna say it's gotta be 20 something. So that's, that's, I wouldn't that's need some, that. I do it for the six. That's I know. Some, <laughs> that's some cash. I'd put you guys in a nice truck for six. That one guy, the, the outsider that like set up the heist, the ball break or the ball buster. Yeah. Uh, man, he probably could have used Manscaped. Let's be honest. Um, I just do that with that level of, he's the one that helped kind of like link it all together. And then just one too many, Hey, need the money. And you're just like, dude, you're going to yeah. die. Like, do you know who you're, you know, who you're like pestering. Yeah. But you, one wonders, was Jimmy ever going to pay him anyways? Cause he no. was like, I don't <laughs> ever have to like screw this guy. Yeah. It's much easier to whack him, and they're not going to rat you out when they're dead. Yeah. Well, and that's why he was, he was feeding Henry like, handfuls right like he knew what henry needed to be comfortable not bugging him about the rest of the heist like here you go dude and he'd take it and that's what he was saying he's like i'll take my little chunks and not be a bother and not you know have an expectation and he'll keep me quiet and that's but that's the kind of paranoia too that i wonder like i think about criminals in general like these guys but criminals in general that work in a group right like you have to have some level of paranoia about your partners, no matter what. Like, I don't care how good of friends you are. Like, there is the opportunity for them to rat you out at any moment to save their own ass or for any other reason. Like, that's the serious, that's some leverage. You know what I mean? And I do not, like, I don't think I could, I don't, I can't blame Jimmy for what he does. Like, I get it. I won't be in a heist with you is what I just learned, Jay, because I can't trust you. Yeah, I'll do it. There's a chance he gives me some money and I can run away. <laughs> I, we can't trust you, Alec. You're going to like blow up the whole operation halfway through. Well, yeah, if the government offers me more money to snitch, absolutely. Yeah, exactly. I think Alec would be the guy that'd be like, I need you to help me plan a heist. And then he wouldn't make it to the heist. <laughs> <laughs> I need your mastermind skills. And they'd be like, what happened to Alec? I don't know. He left. <laughs> Go check, go check a nice truck. I <laughs> I heard he was looking for some freaking fat back or something. I don't know what the hell happened to him. <laughs> uh, I do like this movie, but here's one thing that I do with all of these gangster movies, whether they're Scorsese or not. Like I compare them all. And I think this one might be, I don't want to say it's like the gold standard because I don't know that it is, but it's the one that I think I enjoyed first when it came to telling a story of the mafia and that family mentality. I think this one and then the the Godfather, the original Godfather and even Godfather too. It's hard for me not to compare every mafia type movie to that, to these though, to at least the Godfather part one and this movie because when i think of mafia movies those are the first two i think of like then casino will roll in a little bit but even it was less about the mob as it was about a guy involved with the mob right and then you have others like i the one you talked about um the bronx tale yeah bronx tale and then there's like american gangster and there's like there's a lot of them but i think this one and 
the Godfather I always go back to, and it, unfortunately for the other movies, like they have to be as good as those two for me to go. That's a good movie. And that might be a disservice to a lot of movies because these are very good movies. Those two, three. So that's one problem I do have, but it's that's why it's good to revisit this one because I'm like, oh yeah, I remember what a good mob movie and a good gangster movie is about. So about having Joe Pesci on your cast. That's what it's about. Damn right. Well, and they talk about the one thing they talk about the fact that he acted very much like the actual Tommy. The difference was, is Tommy, I guess was built like a brick shit house. Like the guy was fucking (laughs) built like a tank instead of, Joe Pesci. <laughs> uh, it just makes him even more terrifying. Like, yeah. He's, he's out there at his kitchen table asking his mom if he can borrow her kitchen knife for to hack off the bit. You're just like, yeah, yeah. how dumb is this mom? But she must get it, but knows to not ask questions. Yeah. Yep. That's a, according to Henry Hill. The quote I was reading is according to Henry Hill. Obviously, that's who the the like the book was the basis of Joe Pesci's portrayal of Tommy was 90 to 99% accurate. The one notable exception that the real Tommy was massively built. Jeez. <laughs> Could you imagine a freaking psycho that's built like a brick shit? I'd be like, ah, uh. that explains it. Why you have like uh, that one scene after the bamboo lounge incident, right? Where oh, yeah, yeah, all yeah, yeah. Girls like, I can't do anything. Like, what do you want me to do is yeah, yeah, yeah. it explains a little bit better. Cause I'm like, Dude, it's Joe Pesci. Like, pick him up and put him on a shelf out of the <laughs> way where he can't hurt anybody. Yeah. Or like, even the at the beginning when like when uh, Henry's giving him shit at the dinner, and he's like, all of a sudden he backs away. He's like, whoa, hang on, oh you fucker, you almost got me. Because it's like, why are you so afraid of this man? Like, he's Joe Pesci, and then you find out later the guy's cuckoo for cocoa puffs. But it would be much make much more sense. Like, if you're looking at friggin the rock and he's off his hot he's off unhinged on top of it jesus yeah he's not as big as the rock but he's he's big like he's who's the guy that burt he kind of actually looks a little bit like burt reynolds like burt reynolds is not Mm. a small he's he's big and he's good looking so they did him they did him dirty dirty. (laughs) putting in joe pesci (laughs) i don't know i mean i'm I'm thinking about trying to picture burt reynolds in a mob movie i know right it's not coming up after uh what was it smoky well this this tommy he doesn't look like a mobster he's he he could be on like a gq magazine huh look him up he looks good he's got this like magnum pi mustache i'm telling you he doesn't he look looks him up yeah looks, seriously that's what we're all sitting here looking about what's his name tommy d simone like, yeah that's him and you see like the side by side he looks pretty good a good looking dude oh yeah I mean, they nailed Joe Pesci's wig for him. <laughs> sure, but that guy's anyway, that but. guy's in a he'd have been the best looking guy. He'd have been as I mean, they didn't want him to make it make him look as good as Ray Liotta's character, clearly. Sure. I mean, it's hard to outdo Ray Liotta with those eyes. Jeez. Ray Liotta's yeah. eyes, man. Man, I miss Ray Liotta. They're so good. I like that guy. Jay, Jay, you're scaring me a little bit. Dude. We, I've, I don't think I've ever been shy about the fact that there are certain people that I'm scaring you. How? Because I'm attracted to Ray Liotta. Everybody's no, attracted to Ray Liotta. <laughs> He's a good-looking guy. You're the odd man out yeah. here, Max. <laughs> <laughs> 
soulless redheads don't like the sexy men. <laughs> All right. Well, should we rate this thing? Let's do it. Okay, Alec, it's yours. You're first, buddy. This was, is, and always will be a five. Um, I like to watch this movie anytime I can sit down and watch it. I enjoy it. This is something where I can kind of pick it up wherever. It doesn't have to be a start to finish scene. I can come in halfway through. I can come in near the end, and I still enjoy every single portion of this uh, film. I think it's well done. I think it's one of Martin Scorsese's better films that he's made um, and easier to digest as just a common viewer. Like it can suck you in regardless of uh, how you feel about Martin Scorsese movies. Uh, so, yep. Five for me. We'll watch it again. We'll always watch it again. Uh, easy. I have to ask, though, would you watch this with your grandma then? Oh, yeah. I watched this with my grandma. Oh, OK, OK, OK. 100 percent. I was just going to say, like, there's been movies that you said I couldn't watch it with grandma. Yeah. So it doesn't get. A oh, five. no. Goodfellas like is it. a grandma approved movie. So she knows what you're asking for when you ask her to borrow her kitchen knife. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Can't use that trick. <laughs> better, better get to know your grandma so she can call there, a warner, brother. There's, there's when you a, start borrowing shit. Get a poor deer grandma. I was right in the right in the middle of the world. Huff stuck up there. Got to. I got to cut it out of the grill. <laughs> That's great. All right, Madsen. Yeah. So I was trying to think if this was a four point five or five. I can't really think of a reason I wouldn't give it a five. So I'm going to give it a five. It's long. It, it, I have to clarify. It's only I had to watch it over like two or three days because I just had stuff I had to do. But in between having to wait for that, I found myself excited to continue to watch what I was going to watch, knowing kind of what was happening. And as you guys know, it's, I've been I haven't been on here for a little bit, but movies that make me want to come back and rewatch them. I'm not a huge like movie rewatcher. This movie has so much rewatchability. And like Alec talked about at the beginning and I agreed with him like the beginning of this movie didn't even remember it and i was impressed with it there's just so many different storylines the character progression the drama and the fact that pretty much all this i'm sure with a little bit of movie embellishment is real it happened that just makes it that much cooler and also insane that it happened and joe pesci's character is a real dude that actually was attractive and was darn right scary great movie if you haven't seen this movie shame on you go watch this movie um, maybe not watch it with your niece and nephew, but watch it with your grandma. <laughs> That's right. That's right. All right. Um, yeah, I'm going to give it a five as well. Like, it's just hard not to, right? I think it's the epitome of the non-character driven, solely character driven gangster movies. Like when I think of, you know, the, uh, yeah, I think of other gangster movies and a lot of them will be like very character driven. This one has character driven stuff, but it's more of the character is the mob in this group, right? Which I love. It's the the dynamics between this trio of people, plus the fact that only one of them could ever have been a made man if he wanted to be. The other two couldn't. Like, how do they then navigate and become top guys in a mafia family without being able to be made? So it's like this interesting dynamic the three of them playing off of each other is really good. Watching the relationship deteriorate over this big score and them doing what they're doing. Like I just enjoy, there's always something going on. And to Matt's point, it is long, but it doesn't feel like a two hour and 25 minute movie. It feels like a good solid two hour movie. That's fun and interesting and entertaining and always constantly moving. Something is always happening in this movie, which is 
it's great. And I enjoy the fact too, like Madsen said, that it's, there's a level of realism to it that somewhere while I'm sure there was plenty of, of creative license taken there, this shit happened. Like these guys existed and they pulled heists and they sold drugs and they killed people and they went to jail and they did all this stuff. And that to me is very compelling to think about because I would never be in that life. At least, you know, the person I am just wouldn't. So, and let it be, be said that's a good thing jj yeah, yeah, sure i mean <laughs> Speak sure. for yourself if i could walk in a place and hand to someone a hundred dollar bill for holding the door i'm doing it i mean sure there's aspects of the life that i'd be like that's dope but then there's other parts i'm like yeah but i don't want to ice pick yeah, a dude in the back of the neck to be able to do the that. problem is that jj <laughs> that i know very well wouldn't be able to do most of what he likes to do because of his lifestyle that's also very true it's but there's also some pieces of that lifestyle that I wouldn't mind trying on occasion sure. again. But. but you wouldn't have any time to relax because you'd be so terrified. I would be a shut-in by the time I was at Henry's age at the end there. I'd be like, I'd have freaking guns everywhere. I'd be like, come on in my house. <laughs> You're not taking me alive, fool. <laughs> anyway, with all of that, uh, Alec. Tell everybody where they can find us. And I'm sure mention our lovely sponsor again throughout. Happy to do so. So thank you for tuning in to our review of Goodfellas. This is just one of those fun-filled, heartwarming gangster movies that is good for the whole family. Uh, special thanks to our current patron, Guy Pierce, for the selection of our first movie in the month of movies worth a rewatch. If you need some more What's Our Verdict in Your Life, check us out on the YouTubes so you can see our wonderful faces. With that, I will kick it back to the Titan of Terror, the Colossus of Clout, JJ, one more time, go to Manscaped, code the verdict for 20% off all of your goodies. And free shipping. And free shipping. And for saying that and being so good about it, we're now going to cover his face with a fun logo from Manscaped. So if you're watching on YouTube, it's really entertaining to watch Alec try to talk through this GIF. So come join us. If you're listening, you should go watch it now because it's funny. Uh, but yeah, thanks, Manscaped. Thanks, everybody, for tuning in, listening. We appreciate it. As always, we appreciate you tuning in, and we will catch you on the next one. Wait. Hasta la vista, baby. Cinematica.